0: Hey friends, it's Sound Editor Norm here, just popping in uh, at the start of this one to let you know that this episode and the next episode, we had a little bit of trouble with one of the microphones, which added a significant amount of hum to the recording that I didn't realize until I started editing. So I did my best to clean that up, but it might still sound a little bit lower quality than it has in the past and hopefully in the future once I use a different mic. Anyway, on with the show. Hello, my name is Norm. I happen to be a middle-aged dad.
1: My name is Ari, and I happen to be a K-pop fan.
0: And this is K-pop for old people, Mm -hmm. the podcast where Ari teaches me all about K-pop. Yep. So who are we going to learn about today?
1: Today we're going to learn about new jeans.
0: Oh, new jeans. I, I have been looking forward to this one because they've come up in previous discussions, so I'm curious... But before we get into New Jeans, let's talk about uh, some videos I watched from last week's featured artists, <laughs> which was NMix. Yes. So I watched a lot of NMix videos. Wow. At least for me, it seemed like a lot. Because mm. I took a lot of notes on songs to listen to, and uh, I did something a little different this time. I decided that I wanted to try listening to the songs on Spotify first without any visual element so that I could just focus on the songs themselves and not all of the weirdness that goes on in the videos, Mm -hmm. which, uh, worked out. Okay. The first song that I listened to was Oh Oh and, uh, That was another one of those songs that I mentioned last time, I think, where there is just, like, two songs combined together. Yeah, I can understand that. You know what I mean? Like, it starts out one song, and then at some point it just stops. And you talked to me about the video, too, about how, like, it starts out, like, all gray and monochrome, and then... Yeah. Somehow there's this donut shop that gets involved. Yeah,
1: with like floating glowy donuts and fishes.
0: Yeah, and it turns like sort of almost psychedelic with like...
1: <laughs> they have flower dresses and all yeah, like stuff. Yeah, like super
0: floofy dresses and... Um, Very colorful. But also like the song just stops and it just becomes a completely different song. Yeah. For that section and then it goes back. But I guess I'm just going to have to get used to the idea that apparently this is just a thing that happens in K-pop songs from time to time.
1: I haven't really noticed it happening much other than in like two-ish uh, and mixed songs. Right. And the S-class.
0: Oh, right. And another one you mentioned was Dice. Yeah. And you specifically said that some people had issue with what you called the drop.
1: Yeah. I didn't really know what to call it.
0: I mean, that's a fair thing to call it. Usually when I think of a drop, I think of like a house music context or something like a like hardcore dance song where they have a build up until it releases into something. And this is more just like that I was saying, where it starts out as one song and then it switches to like a kind of a different song and then it goes back. Yeah. I didn't find it that much more jarring or unusual than any of the other ones that I've heard that have done that. But it is a little bit strange to my ears just to have that happen in songs. But again, since I am not that used to K-pop, I'm just going to need to get used to the idea that that's the thing that happens. Other songs that I listen to, uh, I listen to Young Dumb Stupid. Yeah. Because that's one that you recommended. Yeah. My impression on that, that was okay. Uh, But the thing that caught me off guard about that one is that the chorus is Mm -hmm. basically just Frere Jacques with different words. Yeah. And they do the round and everything. I was obviously curious about it. Like I said before, you know, I get these ideas in my head based on the titles. And so, like, Young, Dumb, Stupid is obviously a provocative title. Yeah. And I think I went into it, like, with certain judgments in my head about what that was supposed to mean. Like what? Well, Young Dumb Stupid sounds to me... Like, we've talked about bullying and stuff yeah. in the music, and that sounds like something a bully might say. Yeah. But then after listening to the song, I guess my interpretation, and correct me if you feel like I'm missing something here, but it was like they were sort of clapping back at bullies... And saying, like, yeah, you can call me young, dumb, and stupid, but who cares? I, I'm i doing what I want. <laughs> what are your thoughts?
1: Um, I don't know. I didn't really pay that much attention to the lyrics. I just like the song. Even though I do sometimes, like, listen to the lyrics. Like, for example, in OO, those lyrics are complete nonsense, but they still sound cool, in my opinion. Yeah. But, like, I didn't really pay much attention to the lyrics, so I guess maybe...
0: Yeah. What did you think of the fact that the chorus is basically like a children's rhyme?
1: Well, at first when I heard it, I was like, I recognize this, but I don't remember what it was called. Uh And so I just kind of didn't pay much attention to it it, really. I just like the song in general.
0: Yeah. The other songs that I listened to were, you know how like on Spotify after a song ends, it'll just start playing another song. Yeah. And uh,
1: the recommended songs for you or whatever.
0: Sure. And so at one point I finished one song and it started playing another song and I was like, wait a second, I know this song. And it was uh, Love Me Like This. Yeah. And I was a little confused for a second because I was like, why do I know this song? It's not on the list of songs that you recommended to me. And then, of course, I remember that was one of the songs that we were practicing dancing to. Yeah. And so, like, I had that chorus, which I don't know if it's the fact that um, I listened to it a bunch with you when we were practicing dancing, or I think it's just a catchy chorus, too. Like, I, that song I think connected with me a little more. And then I watched the video, of course, too. And I was like, oh, that was the choreography I was supposed to be doing. I was never (laughs) going to be able to do that that choreography that fast. (laughs) But I liked that one okay. Um, But honestly, hands down, my favorite Enmix song of all of them that I listened to, which is like five songs, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh, Roller Coaster.
1: Uh, Yes, yes. That one's a really catchy song. I like that one a lot too.
0: That song, it was like stylistically different than... All the other songs, more or less. And of all of the K-pop songs I've listened to, that one, I liked it more than a lot of the other ones that I've listened to as well.
1: Yeah, maybe I could teach you the choreography.
0: Maybe you could. Uh, I really did enjoy that one. Like The things that stood out to me about it were, um, first of all, it's got like a really solid 808 beat. Mm. Um, do you know what an 808 is? No. Okay, so the... Roland TR-808 is like one of the first electronic drum machines and if you listen for that particular drum sound like those electronic drum sounds you'll hear them in songs throughout the 80s and 90s all the way up through today obviously it's an iconic drum machine sound and uh, it's used a ton in hip-hop so they were definitely using some solid 808 beats there, but the just like the chord changes. Um, I really enjoyed the places they were going with that. Um, this is going to sound weird, but <laughs> for me, it sounded like it had some yacht rock influences. <laughs> and I'm a big yacht rock fan, and I know that some people think of yacht rock as being like a pejorative or that it's. A criticism of a certain type of music from the late seventies, early eighties, but I love yacht rock and uh
1: <laughs> you're saying it like in a good way
0: absolutely in a, in a, the highest praise for me <laughs> to so- say that that song had yacht rock influences it's certainly nowhere near a yacht rock song it's a dance song like yeah. it's got a a dance beat um that you know is like any other dance beat from disco on through like the 90s uh you know rave culture or whatever like there's a continuity of dance beats there that it's in line with but um man do i sound old right now but uh <laughs> but that song uh, 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 a solid song i enjoyed that one more than any other of the end songs that i listened to
1: i mean you're just proving your statement of being a middle-aged dad
0: yeah 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 uh, I get it. Certainly, they weren't trying to get the yacht rock fans when they were making that song. But if it's yachty, I'm in.
1: When when was like the most popular part of yacht rock, or like when was it the most popular?
0: Late seventies, early eighties.
1: They were definitely not born.
0: Right, for sure. <laughs> there. no, but yeah. that sound had an influence across music for a long time. Because, so I'm gonna. You asked me a question, so I'm going to interpret that as permission for me to talk about Yacht Rock just a little <laughs> bit more. I'm not going to go too deep into it because I could go real deep on Yacht Rock.
1: Make an um, entire new podcast of just Yacht Rock.
0: Uh, like, I would be down for that. But anyway, <laughs> um, sort of like the defining characteristics of Yacht Rock were the, it's the sound that was kind of made by... Uh, studio musicians in the late 70s early 80s in uh, the LA music scene so a lot of musicians that were in the band Toto played on like a million other people's records and they had a particular a little bit jazz influenced style and so like uh I I can't go on about this because I'll never stop but um
1: we could call the podcast Yacht Rock for young people.
0: Let, if we run out of K-pop stuff to talk about, then I think then that should be our next uh, our next, uh, spin-off podcast. But
1: Or maybe instead of me teaching you, you could teach me what you remember from all these groups that you've learned about.
0: Uh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. I would enjoy that. But anyway, so this is not a Yacht Rock podcast yet. <laughs> it is a K-pop podcast. And it's not even this episode about NMIX, which we've been talking about thus far. This time we're talking about New Jeans. Yes. So tell me about New Jeans.
1: So New Jeans is a uh, fourth generation girl group, which is fairly recent. Um, they have five members from oldest to youngest. The members are Minji, Hani, Danielle, Hayin, and Hayin, I believe, because it's spelled H-Y-E-I-N. And I believe it's pronounced Hayin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You would
0: know better than I would.
1: Probably. Um, The only uh, foreign members is Honey is Vietnamese Australian and Danielle is, um, she's Korean Australian.
0: Okay. It's interesting to me that there seems to be a lot of recruiting into K-pop groups from Australia. I mean, it makes sense from a geographic perspective that it's closer to Korea than, uh, you know, other Western style countries but that's at least the third or fourth group i think that has come up that has australian members
1: yeah um they debuted on july 22nd 2022 with the song attention which was like very popular and like i like most of new jean's songs because like to be honest they don't have very many songs okay um attention you know it was good at first but then like i don't know it's kind of less important i guess to me compared to the other new songs uh but their most recent song was um cool with you and like uh the whole album that cool with you is in which is like the get up album i believe like uh is like pretty good in my opinion like i like uh pretty much all the songs but yeah that whole song has like several different sort of concepts slash aesthetics or whatever Mm Mm-hmm uh, like, for example, the song ASAP is, like, sort of fairycore slash horror-ish, kind of, from All what right. I remember.
0: ASAP? Yes. All right, I'm taking notes because...
1: Or ASAP.
0: Yeah, fairycore <laughs> slash horror. That sounds yeah. like something that I have to uh, investigate <laughs> further.
1: And um, there is other ones, like, you know, y k which is, like, their main concept... Or like Y two K slash uh, vintage, not really vintage, but just like you know Y two K.
0: So wait, is Y two K the name of a song? No, of theirs. No, that's like just this, the concept. The concept
1: of the group, and also like most of their songs.
0: Okay, so their concept <laughs> is Y two K. This is blowing my mind right now. Yeah, <laughs> because like I'm a person who has distinct memories of y two k as an experience, and so, like the idea that a group who clearly was not alive, yeah, or maybe babies,
1: yeah, like very young
0: at the turn of the millennium, as they <laughs> said, uh but that that would be considered vintage. <laughs>
1: cuz like I, in my mind vintage and y2k are two completely different things cuz like vintage is more like from like the 70s and like maybe even 50s.
0: Yeah, no, that's how it feels to me too. <laughs> but I like, mean,
1: y2k is more of like 90s and early 2000s.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what for I have sure. in my mind. Well, that's what I have in my mind too, but that's yeah. from I mean, obviously the concept here is that I am an old person. <laughs> so I I would expect not to feel the same way about history as someone who is half my age, but, um, it's okay. So now I'm super curious. I was already <laughs> curious about new genes, but now I'm super curious given the fact that like, cause I, I have a, like, it's not just me like, f- you know, freaking out cause I'm old now. <laughs> which is the thing that happens to people. Uh, but it's also like, I'm really curious about seeing how someone who is coming at things in the present approaches historical things that I lived through, you know, like what their perspective would be compared to my perspective as someone who actually was there at the time. Mm. Cause like, history and nostalgia and all that stuff is necessarily not going to be the same as any person's lived experience. Um, That's crazy to me. Okay. (laughs) So I'm sorry, I'm getting a sidetracked. Tell me more about new jeans.
1: So like, like I'm just going to show you the um, album cover for their most recent um, album. As you can see, it's like, it's uh oh wow, it's yeah, Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls. Girls. Yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: That... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That makes me laugh, um, because, well, like your mother was really into the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. But we were adults at the time that the Powerpuff Girls were a thing. Like. Yeah. That was a children's cartoon, mm-hmm. but we were not children. Yeah. And the idea that someone is now referencing them as a vintage pop culture reference. That's really funny to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um but like speaking of like the fact that they were probably very young when all this like Y2K stuff happened. All of them, I'm pretty sure like all like four of them were minors when they debuted. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure the oldest was 18 when they debuted and the youngest was 14, which is way too young.
0: Oh, wow. 14. So they were definitely not alive during yeah. that time. Okay.
1: <laughs> they were like middle school to high school age when they debuted. Like, I believe that you should at least be like 16 maybe at the youngest. Mm-hmm. Cause like putting a 14 year old in the middle of, like, a very toxic, um, like, area of work Mm -hmm. where they're, like, pressured to be perfect and have, like, beautiful bodies and whatever is just not the greatest for a growing child.
0: No, I agree with you totally, and I I appreciate that you recognize the inherent conflict there, but also it makes me want to ask, because I know that you've talked about wanting to be in a K-pop group of, with your friends and like yeah. talking about if you could someday audition for a K-pop group. And it makes me wonder how you feel about that given that you also clearly recognize that it, it's not all upside. There's downsides to it. Too.
1: Yeah. I mean, like there are some fun things about it. Cause like you get to be with people mm-hmm. um, that like you can make friends with and like, you're around all these cool people and all these like people that you could look up to and like make cool music and you have all these fans and all this stuff. But then again, you can think, you think about it and there's like, you know, dangerous diets and like all this pressure on you. Mm -hmm. And it's like just a lot for someone who is like, isn't even really that far into like high school.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I agree with you. Yeah. I think that in general, there it's a very different world, yeah, that than when I was in high school, just by virtue of the fact that the ideas of like fame and and privacy and things have just changed, yeah, and I'm sure that's a problem for k pop as much as anyone in popular culture at the moment,
1: but yeah, like. Back to the whole, like, concepts thing, mm-hmm. another big thing in the uh, Get Up album was their song ETA, which is supposed to stand for, like, Estimated Time of Arrival. Uh-huh. Um, but people were freaking out because it also um, has something to do with terrorism, I believe. Oh. Yeah. Because.
0: Trying, trying to think what that would mean in a, that context.
1: Because, um the whole music video and song was an ad for iPhones.
0: Oh. (laughs)
1: Because, like, that's two completely different things because it says, like, shot on iPhone 14 or whatever it was. And so it was about them, New Jeans, calling a girl while they were at a party about the girl's boyfriend basically cheating on her with some other girl. Mm. And so they were talking about, like, get over here because, like, your boyfriend is with some girl. And so, like, in the thing, it's, like, the girl's mind is going through all this, like, different, like, worst situations that could happen, and, like, there's, um, like, either she, that's another part of her imagination, or in the end, she either takes both the girl and her boyfriend, shoves them in the trunk, <laughs> and drives to a cliff, but doesn't drive off the cliff, she just leaves the car there.
0: Hmm.
1: So I can't, I can't remember if that was, like, her imagination, or what she actually did. Okay. But yeah, that was like, kind of weird for a song that was also an ad for an iPhone. (laughs) And like, New Jeans has done uh, like, songs that are also ads. Like, for example, their song Zero was for Coca Cola Zero. Because like, the chorus is just very weird and doesn't seem like there was a lot of thought put into it. Um, like, the chorus is literally just, Coca Cola is tasty. Hmm. It just didn't seem very like, thought through i guess like it was kind of lazy sounding because like it's an okay sounding song but it just doesn't really make much sense yeah and like the whole thing with k-pop uh groups making ads for companies like for example i've did one for pepsi which is another i've is another k-pop group mm-hmm. um i don't understand why they would do that though like i can understand them being like in an ad or something to be like oh, look at them, they like it too, you should do it, or something. But not make an entire song about it, because I've heard of also Blackpink doing one for Sprite.
0: Yeah, Hmm. that's interesting. I don't remember
1: them making an actual song for it, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, pop music and product placement slash advertising has been a thing for a long time. Like, I can think of examples going at least back to the 80s, like... Specifically talking about Coke and Pepsi brings that to mind cuz like that was the whole like cola wars time <laughs> in, when Coke and Pepsi were really fighting for market share and there was the whole thing where uh, Michael Jackson got involved and he was in a commercial and that's I think the time when his hair caught on fire. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you probably haven't wouldn't have heard that story. No, um I believe I don't remember if it was Coke or Pepsi. I'm pretty sure it was Pepsi. Um, Michael Jackson was recording a commercial for Pepsi, and there were like pyrotechnics, you know, like uh, and like a spark got into his hair and his hair caught on fire, and it was a big yeah. deal because Michael Jackson was the hugest star in the world, and
1: his hair caught on fire. Yeah, like
0: he was in a life threatening situation yeah. because he was in a, I think, a Pepsi commercial.
1: My question is, why did they have Pyrotechnics for a Pepsi commercial?
0: Well, like, it was <laughs> it was a big deal at the time trying to, you know, advertise between Coke and Pepsi because they were... It's a whole thing. Again, I can't go down the, <laughs> the whole Cola Wars history route at the moment. But it it is interesting because usually my experience with pop music and commercials is, like you were saying, like an advertiser might take an existing song and use it in a commercial, but for a group or artist to actually record a song specifically for a commercial seems a little bit less common. But, I mean, it's all part of this longstanding, ongoing conversation about what does it mean to sell out, you know? What does it mean to do things for the money rather than for the quality of the artistic work or whatever you want to call it, which is something, again, it's a complicated conversation and we probably can't get into the nuance of, but like, how does that make you feel as a fan that a group that you like might be doing a song that isn't that great of a song just because they can get paid by an advertiser to do it?
1: Like, I'll still listen to the song occasionally, because, like, it's catchy and stuff. But, like, it's, it's just kind of confusing why they, they would write, like, a whole song yeah, just for, like, soda. Because, <laughs> like, I've heard Pink Venom by Blackpink in the background of a Walmart ad, and it's mm-hmm. kind of confusing why they would just randomly put Blackpink in the background of a Walmart ad for back-to-school shopping.
0: Yeah, like... <laughs> Obviously, they want to appeal in some kind of a way to a youthful audience. But, um, you know, there's always been controversy around, especially like maybe not as much in the pop world because pop music itself is kind of a commercial medium, you know, Mm. Um, but in other like more countercultural, I guess musical styles it can be very controversial for people to even allow their music to be used in commercials because to a certain type of fan an artist is supposed to stay pure and and not be influenced by you know money or whatever Mm -hmm. um and like i get that but also the other side of the argument of course is people got to make money and uh it's hard not to uh take a job if you can make money doing it. And a lot of artists don't make money easily. So you know, there's two sides to every story. But anyway, back to, back to new jeans.
1: <laughs> yeah. More things about new jeans is um, like their company is well, technically they're under hype labels, but their company is specifically
0: Adore. Is that a company that's specific just to new jeans or that's just a company that, is under high labels that has uh, multiple acts.
1: No company, I believe, is specific to one group.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I didn't know that, but thank you for yeah. educating me. I, I guess the reason that I ask a question like that, which might seem like a dumb question to somebody who,
1: I don't think it's a dumb question, knew
0: what they were talking about, because like when you talk about companies, I always in my mind associate it with record labels, which I think is sort of accurate, but also different. Yeah. Um. But it's not uncommon for a certain American musician to have their own record label as part of a larger record company, you know? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, even in that case, all that would mean is it's not that the artist themselves was the only person or group being released on that label. It would be that artist is signing other groups that they like to be part of their label
1: Mm. anyway um but yeah uh new jeans's fan group is called bunnies
0: i'm curious how that particular like what is it about rabbits that (laughs) (laughs) are associated with new jeans
1: new jeans whole thing is like y2k and apparently bunnies Uh is a big part of that are like bunnies or rabbits but i specifically call them bunnies because I feel like they're not rabbits, they're bunnies.
0: No, yeah. Because, was...
1: like, um, K-pop idols have, like, their own specific animals, I guess, that they are. Like, for example, uh, Felix from Stray Kids is a chick. Yeah. Um, All of the members of New Jeans are different colored bunnies.
0: Yeah, we talked about the yeah. the whole cartoon avatar thing yeah. in the Stray Kids episode.
1: Because, like, <laughs> New Jeans, like, almost all of their albums... Have, um, this one specific bunny character that they have that, um, is like their mascot or whatever. I'm trying to find like a good representation of what I'm talking about. Um, here. Like that one style okay. of bunny is put into different colors for the different members of New Jeans. I cannot remember which New Jeans member is which color, but I know there's like a white bunny, a green bunny, a yellow bunny, um, a purple bunny, and there's probably. There's one more, but I can't remember what color it is because there's five members and there's only four colored bunnies that I named.
0: I'm also curious about the name New Jeans itself. Do you know where that comes from or if there's any specific meaning behind it?
1: I believe the meaning behind it is like they're new. So Uh that's a new part. And like jeans is kind of a play on like jeans as in like not the pants kind of jeans.
0: Like genetics? Yeah. Okay couldn't find the word but it's still spelled like the pants yeah okay. i don't
1: remember what the pants part of it means but it's like a play on like something like that but like you know they're new and fresh and whatever because like they do have like hip-hop influences and whatever
0: yeah that makes sense
1: new jeans does have like very catchy and like kind of in your face songs like for example hype boy which is one of my yeah. favorite ones of their songs which has like you know nice bubbly sounds and it's very fun and a like energetic and upbeat and like has a fun dance that i know and so i could teach you plenty of new jeans dances actually no probably not plenty just a few new jeans dances
0: (laughs) yeah i don't know if i have the capacity for plenty but
1: (laughs) yeah all their songs used to be like very colorful and bubbly and all in your face and whatever and now like it's more not like that in their most recent album other than like you know the album cover which you saw was like very colorful and Mm -hmm. like stuff like that but like the songs are in it don't really match the aesthetic of, like, the actual advertising of it, I guess. Sure. Other than, like, the song New Jeans. <laughs> I don't know why it's called New Jeans, because it's New Jeans by New Jeans. Spelled the exact same.
0: It's not super common, but there is a long history of yeah. bands who have songs that have the same name as the band.
1: Yeah. That is literally all about their previous concept, and it's like following them along but they're in the style of the the powerpuff girls Mm -hmm. so like each one of them has their own powerpuff girl design and these colors and like they at the start of the music video um they get asked like if they could have a superpower what superpower would it be and so it's like a montage of them being like oh if i could have a superpower it'd probably be like this like for example um uh one of them was like you know flying Mm -hmm. and like one of them was like as she says it was danielle's like sort of like a healer Okay, <laughs> which I don't know what that is supposed to mean because there are many different types of healers, I guess. Yeah. And so, like in the thing, they give those Powerpuff Girls version of them like that ability. I mm, uh, okay. believe one of them is like creating chocolate, which I don't understand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, it yeah, would probably be a popular superhero if you could do that, but
1: yeah, I don't know how they would be fighting crime or something with the ability to make chocolate. <laughs> um the flying ability i don't understand why they would choose that one specifically because all of them get flying abilities they're the power puff girls
0: yeah i suppose that's true
1: because like super strength would be a better example because like if i were to have uh like superpower it'd probably be shape-shifting because like if you need a fly turn into a bird or something if you want super strength i don't know get big muscles if you want to be fast turn into a cheetah if you want to swim turn into a fish but then again you'd also have to like train yourself to figure out how to live like those things. And also you'd be like the best at hide and seek cuz you'd like turn into <laughs> a ball of lint on the ground or something or like a pencil. Yeah. They'd never find
0: you. I'm I'm not sure that um hide and seek is the first thing I think of <laughs> when wanting superhero powers, but yeah. it would you you're not wrong.
1: If somebody else has a superpower you want, turn into them. Like, you could completely change your identity. Nobody would know what you actually are, because you could be everything and also nothing at the same time.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Shapeshifting <laughs> would be a pretty good power to have. Yeah. For the record, off, just <laughs> off the top of my head, if I was choosing my superhero power, uh, it would probably be the ability to either stop time temporarily or, uh, like... Super speed, like the Flash or Quicksilver. Mm. That's just off the top of my head. I I haven't thought that through very much.
1: <laughs> but like, if I wanted to, I could do that myself with my shape shifting abilities, and like, the next second do something else. But then like, there's different kinds of being a shapeshifter, I guess, because there's like, you can only shape shift into things you see, or like, you can only shape shift into one thing in like a certain amount of time, or like something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you gotta, I mean...
1: I like, the more you shapeshift, the worse your health gets, or something
0: like that. In any good superhero story, you have to establish what the limitations of the powers are. Otherwise, yeah. if you don't have any limitations, then you don't have much of a story. That was always the knock on Superman and why they created Kryptonite is because Superman, they kind of made it so he could just do everything, and then yeah. there's no uh, conflict or drama there anymore. Anyway, that was a long tangent about... <laughs>
1: shape-shifting and stuff. Shape-shifting
0: and superhero abilities. Any more uh, new jeans facts for me?
1: I feel like there's, like, a certain, like, relationships that K-pop groups can have because, like, I feel like there's, like, different levels because there's, like, co-workers or, like, friends or, like, family. I feel like new jeans would probably be either, like, really close friends to, like, just being sisters. Okay. (laughs) Because they're, like, not a very serious group, because there are some groups that are, like, very serious and don't do much silly stuff. But, like, New Jeans is not really one of them. Oh. New Genes is fairly, uh, like, kind of silly, I guess. Because I remember seeing a video of the New Genes member arguing about which comes first, the chicken or the egg. Mm-hmm. Which I believe it's the egg, because, like, you know, dinosaurs had eggs. And so those dinosaurs eventually evolved into chickens, and chickens had eggs. So the chicken had to come from somewhere, so it came from an egg. Uh, yeah
0: (laughs) I don't disagree with that argument either
1: yeah and so like there's just like a five minute long clip of just them arguing and I find it really funny I don't remember what the name of the video that that thing originally came from but I got it from some fans new jeans fans Mm. video the video that I got it from was called new jeans are not super shy which is a reference to their song super shy which is Uh, um uh in the get up album which is probably one of my most favorite new jeans songs and it's all about new jeans being super silly and not very shy actually
0: super shy
1: yes super shy okay which i know the choreography too so if you want more choreography um then you could come to me anytime
0: all right i'll keep that in mind so i've written down a whole bunch of songs that you've mentioned And let me just run through some here and see if we can figure out which ones you think would be best for me to Mm -hmm. react to next time.
1: I mean, you could do all of
0: them if you want. I could, yeah. It seems like I'm doing more and more each time, which is fine. Like, it's interesting to see the contrasts and everything. Um, I'm definitely going to listen to ASAP Mm -hmm. because I need to see what fairy core slash horror looks like (laughs) or sounds like. Yeah. You mentioned ETA.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You mentioned Zero, both of which I think are advertising in some ways. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Hype Boy mm-hmm. and Super Shy. Mm-hmm. Is that a pretty good list? Are there other ones you would recommend?
1: Um, No, I think that's a pretty good list. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure all of them have music videos. And another thing about New Jeans' most recent album is, like, their songs are getting really short. Like, for example, the song Get Up, which is a song and also the name of the album, is, like, less than a minute long.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that one before. We talked about it a little <laughs>
1: well, bit. Well, make a song if it's not going to be normal song length.
0: Well, I'm going to check that one out.
1: Because I'm pretty sure that one, like, doesn't have a full music video. Because, like, there's... <laughs> for the song Cool With You, it has... Music video A and B, and I'm pretty sure B features Get Up, and so, like, it doesn't have its own music video, but, like, you could watch both of them, because that's another thing, and their song, uh, like, Oh My God, or OMG, which Mm -hmm. I taught you the choreography to. Um, Can't remember if it's the music video or the actually performance video that has an A and B side. Mm. Don't know what the deal with that is.
0: All right, well... I think that's about it for new genes then. Yep. Um Who are we going to talk about next week?
1: Uh, next week, we are talking about Laceraphim.
0: Laceraphim. Okay. That is one I'm not as familiar with. Not that I'm very familiar with any of these, but um, at least some of these names I've heard from you. That mm-hmm. one, I think less so, but I'll find out more next time. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, in whatever place that you're downloading podcasts you can always uh leave us a review or a comment or whatever um including on youtube you can contact us via our gmail address which is kpopforoldpeople at com. we'd love to hear from you give us some feedback tell us what you think please be nice yeah and uh if you have
1: any questions for us maybe in the future we could do and A Q&A about us
0: i would love to do that too yeah but for now, I guess that's it. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. And, yeah. and it's not even this episode about NMIX, which we've been talking about thus far. This episode is about... New jeans. Thank you. Um, I'm going to retake that so it makes it sound like I didn't forget what it was <laughs>